and welcome to Jiu-Jitsu 22. I'm Tish Durkin, and this is your Monday Midterm Mini. Not a whole argument, but just a little riff on what's hitting me right now about the wonderful world of GOP tomfoolery. Today I want to talk about gender-neutral restrooms. Well, I don't want to talk about gender-neutral restrooms, but the GOP can't seem to stay off the subject for any length of time, so what choice do I have? To most Democrats, gender-neutral restrooms are places for all people to um, relieve themselves, regardless of where those people fall on the gender spectrum, which may or may not be the same spot they were placed on the day they were born. With honorable but very rare exception, the GOP rejects the idea that there is such a thing as a gender spectrum and gets much mileage out of ridiculing Democrats for accepting that there is. So to the GOP, Gender-neutral restrooms are dens of deviance, havens for men who entirely reconfigure themselves as women so as to have a better shot at assaulting the real McCoys. Settings in which confused cross-dressing school kids are encouraged to pee and poop as if they are normal. Basically, toilet paper-lined handbaskets for the country to go to Helen. To me? To me, gender-neutral restrooms are sunshine and stardust and red roses and a great big box of chocolates. And every time I see one in a public place, I don't fall to my knees and proclaim glory, hallelujah, but I want to. I don't love gender-neutral restrooms because I am a non-binary or transgender person. I'm not. Nor because I have basic respect for non-binary and transgender people, although I do. I love gender-neutral restrooms because I am the mother of an adolescent special needs male who cannot go into a public restroom by himself. When my little prince was actually little, I could just bring him into the ladies with me, but when he got to be about six or seven, that started getting awkward. Now that he's 15, I can and do still bring him into the women's if necessary, but it's obvious to everyone and thus embarrassing to him that he's in the wrong place. And you know what? My boy already spends enough time feeling that he's in the wrong place. Ah, but when there's a gender-neutral restroom, it's so much easier and so much nicer. We go in, we go out, nobody blinks an eye, and somehow, despite the fears of the GOP that if genders seek relief together, the world will fall apart, that world keeps right on turning. Clearly, it's not my son and me that the GOP is trying to flush out of American life. It's genderqueer people whose grave danger to the urinating and defecating population made national news in 2016 when the state legislature in North Carolina passed the Public Facilities Privacy and Security Act. Better known as the bathroom bill, this law required that people use the facilities associated with the gender on their birth certificates. It also crumpled up and threw away the vaunted Republican claim to value local control by forbidding cities, counties, and municipalities to adopt any anti-discrimination measures that were not already enshrined in North Carolina law. This particular bill has since been partly repealed, but the impulse behind it is still pervasive in Republican circles nationwide. This is, supposedly, the impulse to avoid scenarios in which transgender women, whom the official GOP sees as men, can use their bathroom access to commit assaults, despite a great deal of evidence showing that the number of such assaults has never climbed very high above, well, zero. And that's the part that really gets me. If the proliferation of gender-neutral restrooms had actually led to some sort of spike in violence against women in that setting, I'd consider my own family's inconvenience a small price to pay 
for helping to end that. But there is no such evidence. It's all made up just so the GOP can force Democrats to defend a minority that many Americans unfortunately still like to demonize. In other words, the GOP is making my life harder for no reason at all. Now, it's not making my life a great big huge amount harder. If I were to make a list of policies and attitudes that are damaging to the special needs community, this restroom thing wouldn't make the top 100. At the same time, though, so much of life is made up of those everyday experiences and interactions and tiny droplets of kindness and stablets of cruelty. In that sense, in my life, this issue really counts for something. And no matter who you are or what you happen to be dealing with, you can imagine why. If you spend some part of every day pushing a baby stroller, you might be willing to put up with whatever cracks and bumps have always been in the sidewalk. But if your town were to start laying down some nice, smooth concrete that you were starting to have such a nice, easy time rolling those wheels over, and some interest group came along and started ripping it up just to score some points against another group of pedestrians it super hated, you'd be furious. This is not just about families with mental or physical issues. How about caregivers who might feel the call of nature but can't just leave their charges? It's not enough to overwork and underpay them. Now they've got to hold it in. How about adult children taking care of elderly parents of the opposite gender? There've got to be millions of those in America. As it happened, it was my mother I took on outings into her 90s, so she never had to be made too clear on the fact that very often when I followed her into the powder room, it was just to make sure she was okay. Thank God her other half preferred to spend his very old age at home watching sports news and World War II movies. Because if we were ever out somewhere and stuck in a ladies or gents and never the twain shall meet circumstance, I would have had to mortify my father. What's even more galling is that this problem is considered a no-brainer when it comes to very young children. In many settings, Thankfully, there are family restrooms, which are slowly replacing mom and baby rooms because at long last, society recognizes that sometimes dad is the one who changes the diapers. As far as I know, there has been no GOP hue and cry as to the physical and moral peril posed by these accommodations. But you know what a family restroom is? It's a gender-neutral restroom with a changing table. Look, I fully understand the political payoff Republicans get from humiliating and inconveniencing non-binary and transgender people. I abhor it, but sadly, I get it. I don't understand why they are being allowed to collect that political payoff without being called to account for also humiliating and inconveniencing these special needs, disability, and elder care communities. In closing, I want to be very careful here and very clear. I am not saying that the GOP anti-trans toilet wars would somehow be okay if these other less attackable groups weren't also getting caught in the crossfire. I am saying that maybe, just maybe, if those of us in those other less attackable groups spoke up about the collateral damage we are becoming, the GOP would have that much more difficulty targeting anyone. Thanks for listening. I hope you'll check out more of Jiu-Jitsu 22. Midterm minis drop on Mondays, full episodes on Thursday mornings.